We know how important rest is, don't we? Uh, if, if you are hard at work, staring at the computer and your job, and you're just kind of frustrated, it helps just to take a mental break, a mental rest. Just go take a walk. Go clear your mind for a little bit. Go do something else and then come back, right? That, that mental rest that we know that we need helps. We also know that rest is important for our bodies, right? To get a good, proper amount of sleep at night is, is good for your body, that rest it needs. Right? To take a vacation every once in a while, and, and one of those vacations where it's not go, 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 right? Those ones where you need a vacation from your vacation when you get back home again. Right? But where you actually go and just decompress and, and just relax, right? I know for me, when I go on vacation, it takes about three or four days before I actually start to feel relaxed, right? But we need that. We need that time. Our bodies need that break from the monotony and the break from the stress and, and everything going on in our life. We need that change of pace. When we're sick, we need rest too, right? Isn't that usually one of the first things you say to someone who tells you they haven't been feeling well? Why don't you go home and rest? We know that rest for our bodies is so important when we're not feeling well. We know that rest is important for our bodies and for our minds. But there's another type of rest that's even more important. A rest that if we don't get it, it's... It, we feel sick, we feel exhausted, we feel burdened, we feel weighed down, we feel weary. Spiritual rest. Do we get how much we really need that? Do we fully grasp how important that spiritual rest is to our hearts and to our souls? Because if you're like most people, you carry around a lot of extra weight, don't you? An extra burden of sins that you've committed in the past. Things that you've done. Things that you wish you could go back and do over. Things that seem to have caused this domino effect in your life, to where you are right now. Things in your past that you have so much guilt and regret about, and other people know about those things, too, and they, they won't let you forget them. Right? They, they'll bring them up if you forget. That guilt and that shame and that regret that we continue to carry around with us, just this weight upon us, burdensome, isn't it? It's spiritually exhausting. And then you've got that weight of sins in the past that you didn't commit, but that other people committed against you that you choose to carry around with you. That you choose to remember the things that someone said to you that hurt you so badly. And that you choose to hold on that grudge and, and looking for that chance for revenge and withholding that forgiveness from that person. We carry these burdens around with us of all these sins of our own and others in the past. And it's exhausting. It makes us weary. If you're like a lot of people, you also place on yourself these obligations in your life, these things that you feel you have to do. Right? You make yourself a checklist of ways that you have to please God. Right? If, if I just do these things, if I go and, go and sit my hour in church and I give my offerings and I, and I try to be a really faithful husband and a good father and, and I do all of these things as a faithful employee, well then, that's got to count for something, right? That if I do all these things and I live my life really well, God... It's got to be pleased with that. 
That's burdensome. That will weigh you down every single day as you realize how much you fail in every area of your life. That God demands perfection and you're not even close to even that standard. And then not only that, but, but don't we seek the acceptance and the worth of other people by what we do. We put on ourselves this burden of gaining respect by wanting people to say, wow, what a good father you are. What a faithful employee you are. What a good Christian you are. Right? And we live our lives under these obligations we place on ourselves. And it's wearisome. It's burdensome. It's spiritually exhausting and tiring. And if you're like most people, you also put that burden on yourself of worry. Worry about things in the future. Worry about things that you don't even know about or even know if they're going to happen or not. Worry about things that you can't ever begin to control. Maybe with your health. You get worried with what the report is going to say next week. Or worried because that bank account is slowly dwindling and you're not quite sure how you're going to make it up. Or worry when you look around the state of our world, what's going to happen with this coronavirus thing? Or what's going to happen with the elections in November? Or if 2020 is like this, what's 2021 going to be like? Right? This worry about all these things in our life that we can't control and it's just spiritually exhausting and tiring and we put this burden on ourselves. Friends, do you get the reason why we need rest? Spiritual rest? We carry around this baggage of the past. We put all these obligations on ourselves right now, and then we also worry about the future. And it's absolutely exhausting. And that's why it's important for us to listen to Jesus today. To listen to him speak to us through these words in our gospel lesson where he says, come, come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, right, with all of your sins of the past, with all of these obligations you place on yourself, with all your worry about the future, come and bring those things to me. And he says two times, I will give you rest. You will find rest for your souls. This type of rest that you're not gonna find by taking a vacation no matter how far out, far away it is from people. <laughs> this rest you're not going to find in just going and taking a nap, trying to clear your mind. Rest that only Jesus can give. Rest that only Jesus can offer you. Do you know why he's the only one who can offer you this spiritual rest? from all this guilt, shame, and regret of the past, all these obligations of your present and all the worry about the future, do you know why he's the only one who can offer you rest from all those things? Because he's the only one who would not rest until it was possible for you to have it. You see, Jesus' life here wasn't really one of rest. <laughs> it was filled with unrest. Because every single day, every day of his life lived on this planet, was with the devil hot on his heels, with temptation after temptation to give up, to give in. But Jesus would not. He would not give in to him. Instead, he defeated every one of those temptations 
perfectly for you. And that Jesus would not rest until he suffered hell for you. Until he went to that cross and there, not for his sins, but for yours and for mine, suffered the most awful pain and agony and suffering, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually. There was no rest at that cross. There was a, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And he would not rest until it was finished. And when he could finally say, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. That he could rest his soul in his Father's hands because it was all done. Friends, that's why Jesus is the only one who can offer you the spiritual rest. He's the only one who can offer you that eternal rest. He's the only one who can offer you rest right now for whatever is going on in your heart and your soul. Because he would not give up until he could offer it to you. And he does. Come to me, he says. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. You will find rest for your souls. Not you might. Not you maybe. I, I, I might have a shot at giving you some rest. I will give you rest. All those sins of the past, friend, Jesus would say to you, all those sins of the past, all of those things that you've done that you regret and that you have so much shame over yet and, and, and guilt that you just continue to carry around, come and give it to me. Give it to me. Put my yoke on you. Put my burden on you. It's light. Because you know what I give you in place of all your sins? Forgiveness. Peace. Let me take you back up to my cross. And look, look, it's empty. It's stained with blood, but it's empty. And there, nailed to, all, uh, to that cross is all of your sins. All of your sins from the past. All paid for. Dear friend, God doesn't remember your sins anymore. Why do you? And all those sins of the past that you continue to hold on to that other people committed against you? Come to me. Bring those, bring those to me too. And forgive as you have been forgiven. Release yourself from that prison of, of, of revenge and judgment. Release yourself from that and forgive. Dear friend, bring me all those sins of the past. The ones you've committed and the ones that others have committed against you. Bring all of your guilt and your shame and your regret and find the rest your soul needs. Oh, and, and those obligations you put on yourself right now, right? All those things that you think you have to do in this life to earn God's favor and have to earn the respect of other people in this world. Give me all those too. Give me that checklist. Give it to me and, and look, it's all done. It's all checked off, already completed. I have done everything for you, Jesus would say to you. I have done everything so that you can stand in your Father's presence as holy, as righteous, as his very own. You are his right now. You don't have to earn his love and his acceptance. You are already valuable in God's eyes. Valuable enough for me to shed my innocent blood. What other people think of you? Your worth and your value is in me. In my righteousness. Your worth and your value are not in what the world says about you, but what God says about you. And he says, you're mine. You are my child. 
You belong to me now and forever. Come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened with your checklists and your obligations. Give them to me and let me give you rest. A life of freedom. A life ready to go and serve and love as you have first been served and loved. Oh, and all that worry you have about the future? Why don't you bring that to me too? <laughs> Come to me, all who are weary and burdened with all the worry about the things that, that you don't even know are going to happen or not. Or the things that are completely out of your control, given to me too. Because I not only was crucified for you, but I'm risen for you. And I ascended for you. And I'm ruling all things on behalf of you. That all things are under my control. And that my goal right now, Jesus would say to you, is to bring you to heaven, to be with me. To that place that has been prepared for you. That is my only goal. To get you here to be with me. And I will do it. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened with worry about the future, and know that all things work for your good. That no matter what that doctor report might say next week, no matter what the balance of your savings account might be, no matter what might happen with coronavirus or elections or any world events, Jesus reigns and rules. Find rest for your soul. Find peace for your heart. Dear friends, you see how Jesus is the only one who can do this. The only one who can give you this spiritual rest from your sins of the past, from your obligations of the present, about your worry of the future. Come and bring them to Jesus. Listen to him. And learn from him. Jesus says here, he says that you've got to learn from me. Right? This is not something that comes naturally. You're going you're gonna to walk out these doors. Because this sounds really nice right now, right? This sounds great. Sitting here in a church pew. But when you walk out those doors, right, those memories are going to start coming back of the past. And that guilt and shame and regret are going to swell over you again. It's going to start to burn you a little bit more. You're going to feel again like I've got to go and do all these things to look like a really good Christian and, and I've got to do these things to please God. You're going to start to worry as you listen to the news again and you listen to your friends tell you this and that. Jesus says you need to continue to learn from me. Because I'm gentle and humble in heart. I, I'm patient with you. And I'm willing to continue to teach you. Right at the beginning of the lesson, uh, Jesus says that, that all of this has been hidden from the wise and the learned and has been revealed to little children. And what Jesus is telling us there is, right, when we, when we think we can figure this out, when we think we have things in control, when, when we think we're, you know, we can handle all of this, right, we think we're wise and learned, we're going to fail. But what Jesus is saying is have faith like a little child. Trust me. Trust me that I've taken care of your past. And I got you in the present. And your future is secure. <laughs> Trust him. With a childlike faith. And you know what childlike faith is? I, I think it's two things, right? When, when a child trusts their parent, I think there's two things. Number one, there's the because I said so. <laughs> Which isn't always the greatest answer, but it's true, right? If that child realizes, my parent is much smarter than me. They've been around a lot longer than me. They know a lot, way a lot more than me. Well, okay, you said so. But the second thing in childlike trust of a parent is because they've proven it before. That parent has proven they love that child and they care for that child. And they're going to lead them in the right way. And that's the picture of childlike faith that we long to have in our Heavenly Father. First and foremost, because he says so. 
and he's a little smarter than I am, a whole lot smarter than I am, and he knows a lot more than I do. And secondly, because he's proven it before. Because he's never let me down before. Because he keeps his promises. And if I ever doubt that, I can look back to Jesus and see the greatest promise kept, a savior, a substitute for me in life and in death so that I might be his forever. Look at the cross, look at the empty tomb and see the promises fulfilled. He's proven it in the past. I can trust him now. Friends, listen to Jesus here. Learn from Jesus to have a childlike faith that trusts. And then as we just sang, pray Jesus, lead us on. Lead us on till that rest is won. Because this life is going to continue to be filled with things that wear you down physically and mentally and emotionally and even spiritually. Right? This is going to be an ongoing thing that you're going to have to continue to listen and to learn as you gather around the means of grace and you continue to hear the gospel and what Jesus calls to you and says to you and promises to you. It's going to be a lifelong thing, but, but someday, someday that eternal rest will be yours. And we pray Jesus lead us on. Lead us on until we get there. Continue to sustain me. Continue to strengthen me. Continue to encourage me. Continue to give me the rest. Only you can give me. God will do it.